Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Come to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley, and joining me today is my co-host uh, from, apparently from Hoth right now, it <laughs> is Mr. Ray Rumsey. Ray, how are you today? Uh cold <laughs> cold i know the feel it's cold here too we had uh an ice storm and some snow here but uh yeah yeah it's um it's cold uh also joining us today is a uh special guest is david i'm not sure your last name but david welcome to war of the stars thank you it's a pleasure to be here my last name is a mystery wrapped in an enigma Ooh. Nah, it's DeSanto. Nothing special. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not um, Skywalker or anything. Right. I know. I know, right? Uh, Joe worse. is uh, feeling under the weather, so he us today, and we wish him uh, the best. He is in the best care, I'm sure, with the uh, Imperial medical droids taking care of him. Um, I'm sure he's in the best of care right now. Uh, anyway, yeah, we just wish the, the best of him. But uh, for those of you who follow on Facebook and Twitter, know that today we're going to be talking about so one of our favorite things we like to do here on the channel is the what ifs of the Star Wars universe. Um, we've done this before, but it's always fun to kind of speculate and see... If things had gone a different way, what might have been? And the first one that I want to do is not something that necessarily in universe, but this is more of a real world. Uh, what if? What if George had never sold to Disney? What would the Star Wars universe look like today if that had never happened? Would there be any new Star Wars, you know, what 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 we would look be looking forward to and just kind of a general, you know, how how that would maybe change our percep perception on Star Wars today in the fandom. Um, and do you think there's any 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 universe where that doesn't happen, where George doesn't eventually sell to someone? I think, yeah, or is uh, that just like a a, a show in that he would he would sell eventually? Everything I've read, obviously, I don't know George personally, but everything I've read uh, seems like the majority of his reasons are very noble uh, in terms of wanting to spend time with family, raise his daughter, know that he can't, you know, split his time, uh, serve two masters, as it were, uh, and. I think eventually he ends up selling, but I think the difference would be as if he did not sell at that time, we'd have more things similar to the Mandalorian uh, than we do today. I think that would have come sooner. Uh, I'm sure you both have seen test footage from his early attempts at live action uh, yeah. TV, <laughs> not necessarily the best, but with grooming people like Dave Filoni yeah. and others, uh, to kind of take the mantle forward, um, I think we would have gotten to a, that point sooner, I guess. Yeah. Well, the the footage that is seen, that you see, I, I, you're talking about the, um, I believe it was called Star Wars Underworld. Mm -hmm. um, it very much seems in the vein of that era of TV show, the early 90s. It looked like something that would be like a, like not early nineties, but like late nineties, early two thousands, uh, CW show, something sure. I could see it being on that <laughs> yeah. being, you know, something with on that channel, you know, uh, um, you know, something like that. But, um, but yeah, I kind of agree. I think, um, eventually he would have, I think we would definitely would have seen a lot more, you know, maybe, maybe er TV, maybe going to TV earlier, Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I mean, and the bit, other question is, you know, if if selling was something that was inevitable, uh, would I mean, there any other anybody else other than Disney, or was that again sort of a marriage made in made in uh, the force, so to speak? You know, I 
you know, Disney being the juggernaut that it is, you know, any is there anybody else, any other company that Disney uh, Lucas could have possibly sold to? I I can't think of any right off the top of my yeah. head. Yeah. Not that would do that well with it anyway. No, no. Yeah, <laughs> I think I think Disney it just seemed like it was almost inevitable. Like the relationship you know, was already you, there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The mouse yeah. owns all. Mm-hmm. It would have been funny <laughs> to see Universal take a crack at it, though. Yeah, that would have right. been. Yeah, I, could, I think I we would have got a lot more that. flashing lights, know. though. Yeah. Can you imagine walking through yeah. Harry Potter world and then bam, you're on Endor? Because that, <laughs> that's oh. naturally what you would put in your park is, you know, Endor. Right. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, that, that <laughs> wouldn't be a culture shock or anything. <laughs> oh, trees, bigger trees. Oh, little tiny bears. Ah, cannibal Ooh. teddy bears. <laughs> what? Well, I guess they weren't cannibal. Well, they probably did eat each other too. But anyway, desperate yeah. times think... without a robot god. Right. Do you think they would like? <laughs> what if this was a real thing and they had to be? canon and true to it would the actors have to like randomly snatch up kids and run off with them like oh no this is dinner (laughs) 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 what if things got real dark real quick (laughs) just like randomly kidnapped by an ewok like you're coming for dinner (laughs) literally what if, uh, you know how they sell like the wands and stuff and Disney does the lightsabers? What if much akin to like the face painting stations, they have uh, maiming stations or arm dismemberment <laughs> stations? <laughs> Be a real Skywalker. Yeah. <laughs> you too can be in Star Wars. Just it'll only cost you an arm. Instead of sitting on Santa's lap, you have to sit on Billy D. Williams' like lower <laughs> knee. Oh know. my gosh, oh. you're terrible! You're terrible! Uh, oops! Wow! Do you do you wow. suppose like you see at conventions usually Trekkies and Star Wars like they don't really get along so good, and like that's kind of the the stereotype and the parody. Do you suppose that happens at Disney parks? Like, how how so? I guess. Like, do you have Captain like, America take, trying to fight take, Luke? Yeah, like take our scenario <laughs> right now. You got a bunch of like Hufflepuffs walking through Ewok territory, and suddenly they get jumped by pirates. Space well, wizards versus real wizards. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. It's been it's been a while since I've been like years, but. From the way I know that how Disney is kind of laid out, you know, with the different different areas, it's almost like you can just stay in one area. Like you can just go to the Star Wars area and not have to deal with go, going to, you know, anything with Marvel. You can just stay in one little area, and each area is kind of separate in its own little entity. You know, you could spend your entire time in Magic Kingdom and never hit Epcot or. Um, the other areas of the park. So mm. I think just the way it's laid out, I don't think that would necessarily, <laughs> I, although that would be funny just to see Captain America going into uh, the star Wars land and try to take out <laughs> Kylo Ren or something. Right. You see it, like Gandalf beefing on Boba <laughs> Fett or something like, <laughs> like, like what are you doing? <laughs> So, yeah, uh, you know, back to the, the the point, like, I agree that it was inevitable that George was going to sell. It was just a matter of when. And yeah. I agree we would see probably TV stuff over movies, but mm-hmm. we definitely wouldn't have the sequels. I think those would have probably been done much differently if they came out much later. Like after the Mandalorian and after um, Alkalite, you know, all those. If it came way after that, I feel like it would be totally different movies. Yeah. Yeah. I I agree. 
All right. Well, uh, David, since you are the guest here, we'll let you go. Uh, what are some of the what ifs that you've always kind of wondered about in the Star Wars universe? Honestly, the single most one that jumps out at me is what if George had leaned into Darth Binks? Like, <laughs> how <laughs> would that play out? You know, who says he didn't? That's we don't, we don't uh, we don't talk about that on this show. That was that uh after solo, the sequel no, to solo was no. called Binks. Yeah, just just yeah. Binks. It turns out Binks, Binks ran Crimson yeah. Dawn and uh <laughs> yeah. it's like no, it, no, it's it, it, pops it, up, it says Binks and then like a red lightsaber cuts through it. Like <laughs> I still love the uh the I think it was the robot chicken where you know Binks come Jarder comes and says you used to think he was the Dark Lord of the Sith. He's not the Dark Lord of the Sith. I's the Dark Lord of the Sith. <laughs> uh, and then, like uh, all the Jedi, just do- just dog pile on him. Oh, that's a good question, though. I mean, do you suppose they would have had to have made, I mean, made on... him not comedy relief? I don't know. Yeah, that's the only is. Is you know, which would be really hard because you've already, if you go in to episode three with the same same scenario, same movies that you have with episode one and two, you've already established Jar Jar as this bumbling fool, uh, basically like you said, comic comic relief. So you'd have to do a really hard one eighty to turn him into a viable, believable, serious villain. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd have to do some major work, I think, with trying to do that. And unless you left little hints throughout the other two movies to kind of help with that. Yeah, I, f- I feel like you would have I to I don't take... know if you could theoretically do it. Yeah, I, I feel like you would have to take episode two and use that as the, you know... Um, uh, to change his character archetype from one to two, use two as that transition time, and then bring it to fruition in three. I, I don't think it's something, you know, yeah. like you see him getting more involved in the yeah. Senate and yada, yada, yada. Maybe he's going down to, you know, places and finding out secrets he shouldn't know. And then at that point, mm-hmm. you know, stuff, I, I don't know. I think there's a way yeah. to do it very slowly, yeah. but definitely not. It would be, yeah, it would be a lot. It would mm-hmm. be definitely be hard, but I think it's possible. Um, so, <laughs> yeah, well, it would be wait interesting. A minute. Well, that means that in the sequels, instead of Granddaddy Pal- Palps, you'd have you'd have Darth Binks. He would have been the end villain. <laughs> You know how in the trailers for Rise of Skywalker it was like <laughs> it's like Me's <laughs> <laughs> coming for you. The force is strong in my family, yes. <laughs> Terrible. Oh no. Oh no. Ray that would be wait, Ray Ray would be the granddaughter of Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> she goes to like hold Chewie from the little uh, the troop carrier, and instead of force lightning, her tongue flies out of her face. <laughs> oh my! Well, imagine. Okay, so if if this is the product we're working with here, imagine when she meets Luke on Tython, and she she goes to hand him the lightsaber, and all of a sudden she's like, "Whoa! Oh, 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 whoops!" And it's just... <laughs> Activates it, cuts a portal yeah. in half, cuts, cuts his arm off. Like, wow. really? Again, it would be the same yeah. arm. It would have to be. <laughs> he pulls the the Ace Ventura. Ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, you know, if Goofy can 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 have kids, so can't Jar Jar. Mm-hmm. I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, they're both Disney, so. <laughs> Blame it on them. Yeah. Now that's an origin story we can all get behind. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> what I want to know is why, I guess not why. Let me word it as a what if. What if instead of Grogu, they went with a different species? Like, what if it was like a Jawa? Uh, based on principle, I would have to never watch the series. <laughs> okay, what if that it was a baby Jawas? Gungan? Uh, better than a Jawa. See, I'll put it this way. In the episode of The Mandalorian where he has to climb the uh, Jawa carrier thing, the sand mm -hmm. crawler. Yeah. Um, that is the best three minutes of Star Wars film I've ever seen in my entire <laughs> life. <laughs> just because he just he murdered he is, <laughs> Yes, he is acting very violently towards some Jawa. I'd be what remiss if, was... if I said I didn't watch it multiple times. <laughs> what if it was a baby hut? It was like all slimy and slug-like. Do you think it would have the same fan appeal? But no, I don't. That, probably not. Well, definitely not. But didn't they do that in in um? Uh, it's either Clone Wars or Rebels, the animated. It was. It was the Clone. Yeah. It was the Clone Wars movie. Mm. Well, yeah, uh, it was. Uh, they got the baby stinky. Hut. Yeah, stinky the hut. Classic. <laughs> <laughs> That whoever, was literally what they oh, called yeah. Whoever named that one also named Lumpy. Like, I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. That's yeah. how that worked. They were like, hey, yeah. where's that one guy? You know, the one that works for free. Where's he at? Get him out here. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> wow. uh, so before I hand it over to you, Mark, for your what if, uh, I got one from a gentleman named Chris Long on Facebook who said, what if they brought Mara Jade back? Please? <laughs> Ooh. What so, if they brought Mara Jade back? So for people well, first of who all, are Star Wars fans, but not that deep into it, who is Mara Jade? Or, or new Star Wars fans. fans. So Mara Jade and... Legends, which is the um, any of the books that were written before I think the aftermath merger, right? uh, yeah, anything before after basically anything that was that was written before the Disney Disney sell before Lucas sold to Disney is considered in what's called Legends. Um, and we've already seen some characters come forth from Legends, i.e., Grand Admiral Thrawn being the most well known. Um, Mara Jade uh, was actually in the same books that Thrawn first started in, which is the Timothy Zahn trilogy, um, sometimes called the, the original the Thrawn trilogy, which was the original sequel trilogy. For years, that was considered to be the sequel trilogy was uh, Last Command, um, Dark Force Rising, and I can't remember the third one, but anyway. Uh, Marge was initially, um, she was referred to as the Emperor's Hand. She was a forced adept who was trained by Palpatine himself, and it's kind of hinted that was also a lover um, to basically do the more, uh, yeah, that's my thought too, uh, do some of the more clandestine jobs. Right. Um, that maybe needed a little bit more deft of a hand um, when you didn't want to, you know, send in Vader to, you know, because let's be honest, Vader is kind of, he's there, you know, when Vader walks into a room, you know, Vader's there. Um, <laughs> when you didn't want that, we needed to be a little bit more. I'm hiding. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Vader could never go to the movies. They'd be like, hey, down in front. <laughs> Um, but yeah, um, Mara was, had that job of, um, and one of her last commands that she was given by the emperor was to kill Luke Skywalker. Long story short, she does not kill Luke Skywalker. In fact, she ends up marrying Luke. Um, and same, they have, same, same. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
Um, you definitely would have to do some some rewriting and some retooling to fit Mara in there, be- since there's no mention of her in the sequels. Um, so there'd have to be some sort of retooling. You could bring her in and not necessarily have her be Luke's wife. You could have her come in as... Um, and I've, we've mentioned this before in some of our other shows of another character that I would love to see brought in. And you could bring in Mara with this character as Callan Card. Because that's how she's first brought in in the books is she was the lieutenant to Talon Card. Um, kind of worked underneath Card as he was rebuilding Jabba's empire. Uh, had taken it over and was kind of rebuilding it. So bringing her in in that guise, I think, would make sense. Um, I could see them bring her in in The Mandalorian, next season of The Mandalorian, bringing mm-hmm. both of them in. Yeah. I'm um, I'm kind of hoping for that to be honest. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We we've kind of been hints that we'll probably see Thrawn, and if not the Ahsoka series, then maybe the Mandalorian series. Um. So, bringing Mara Jade in, bringing Talon Card in, you know, bringing these characters that played such a pivotal role in the Legends books, especially the early Legends books, um, will make a lot of sense during this time period too, I think, of kind of bringing them into the fold. And So, yeah, that's kind of what I think. Uh, By the way, uh, for those of you who are listening to us on our Twitch, feel free to leave us a chat. I'm watching the chat right now i don't see anybody uh nobody's in there right now uh how's have you been checking on facebook live yep uh, no comments okay. as yet all right all right hey ho shattered tabletop games just said hey ho that's me hey, yo. <laughs> what? i've oh. also been monitoring okay. <laughs> why would you do that i'm sorry i didn't mean to cause any trouble here <laughs> I'm okay. also watching on Facebook just to see who's chatting. Right. Okay. So, Mark, what's a what if from you? Oh, a what if from me? Hmm. I would say a good what if is what if Django had survived through episode two? How would that affect Boba? Um, and his, because a lot of his backstory uh, really has a lot to do, especially if you watched, you know, the Clone Wars. Um, a lot of who he became later on had a lot to do with his father and how his father was killed by the Jedi. Mm-hmm. Uh, so without that there, how does that affect Boba? in his life you know i think it's safe to say that he still grows up to be a bounty hunter you know just because that's kind of the family business Mm. yeah Um, i wonder at what age Django would have sat boba down and look him straight in the eye and say bounty hunting is a difficult profession like uh (laughs) werner herzog did in the mandalorian complicated (laughs) profession not yeah. yeah, yeah. I f- I feel like he would have raised him to be like him, and yeah. what we probably would have gotten later on is instead of just Boba in the movies, Django would have been there too, probably. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thinking on do you the, think we still would have gotten. Go ahead. Uh, do you think we still would have gotten Boba being, you know? killed by a, a blind guy with a stick like we got in uh the force Jedi. was strong with him <laughs> um i think we would have it, it's interesting so Django gets introduced in the prequel trilogy but we've already seen boba fett kind of alone so i think if Django survives in the prequel tw- trilogy we never see him in the actual original trilogy so it'd be interesting to get like 
that like we were talking about earlier, the late nineties kind of TV where it's uh Django and Boba, the TV sitcom where they, <laughs> they both have a, a, a place in Moss Eisley. It's, you know, yeah. Dad living with son and he's a clone. <laughs> and he's a clone. Well, that's, the a clone. <laughs> that's the best part. That's the best part. That's the tagline. Yeah. yeah. Well, I Boba. think speaking of TV, um one thing i think and we've talked about this before we've uh talked to this a couple times i think what would make a really good tv series and personally i pitched this for solo 2 is to have san solo be a tv series kind of an adventure of the week han goes out and just has has adventures uh you can even do it the old way the old serialized way where it's not like, you know, where it's, it's telling a, a story throughout it, but it can just be little bottle episodes where each one is a different individual story of him just going out and having fun. And I even have the perfect way to end it. You know, if you have it set for, let's say, five seasons, is the final scene would be uh, they're in on Tatooine, and they're looking for a way to pay off Jabba. They're like, how can we pay off Jabba? And then you hear, no, no, no blasters, no blasters. <laughs> and you hear the, uh, huh. And it ends with that, with them. Or no, or even better yet, you hear the line of, hey, we don't allow their kind in here. Mm. Cut to black. That would be good. That would be. Yeah. It would be a nice wrap up. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But I still think that that like instead of doing the movie they did for Solo, that if they had done a TV series, you know, a limited a limited series, I think that would have worked a lot better than a movie. Yeah, um, it it was it's definitely. I think it would have been re, it would have been received better for sure. Yeah, it would have been like the Lone Ranger. Now Except speaking of alone. Solo, <laughs> this is kind of a what if. What if, do you guys think that if the sequel of um, Not Rise of Skywalker, uh, The Last Jedi, sorry, my brain went dead for a minute. Uh, If The Last Jedi had been more well-received by the fans, do you think that that would have affected how fans reacted to Solo. I don't think so. Because there seems to be a correlation between... You don't think so? No, I, I get what you're saying. I think... I think it was kind of... Uh, because I think a lot... Yeah. L- let me try and I think a lot of fans words. just... Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. I gotta think first. Because uh, I think there <laughs> was a, a lot of fans who did kind of automatically, just because there was so much vitriol uh in division with last jedi and then you had all the all the issues that happened with solo getting a new director uh all the rewrites everything like that um which would be interesting to see what the original movie would have looked like uh before they got the new directors before um what's his name took over the helm you know, what movie, and we would have seen a better movie. You know, oh. how would that have... So, I mean, there's all kinds of different questions and what-ifs and with that, but... Yeah, I, I think that that movie was just, had so many issues going against it that um, it was kind of screwed it, screwed us coming out of the, out of the gate. Hmm. So... In many ways. I really liked The Last Jedi for a lot of reasons, reasons because Mm -hmm. it took kind of a left turn from what everyone was thinking. Um, Yeah. I didn't, I, I respect it more so than I like it, I guess for taking that forward leap. Yeah. Um, Yeah. With, uh, so just kind of like reviewing a lot of that, you know, we get rogue one, rogue one's amazing. Um, Mm -hmm. Last Jedi comes out kind of, there's some turmoil there and then solo happens 
Solo, I was very excited for because I thought we were going to get a movie that kind of sets up all these little threads that they can start exploring in single one-off movies, Mm -hmm. where Rogue One was just kind of like, you know, a a one-shot. You know, it was a self-contained story. It was great, and it had some good fan service. But um, with Solo, uh, I feel like they took the same ideology ideological approach as they did with rogue one you know they they wanted to answer the question why was there a hole in the death star that you know let it blow up great story centered around that last jedi hey you know the guy you thought was the the savior of the universe you've been seeking to find oh turns out like he's in exile and kind of like ruined everything and he's having a tough time dealing with that but he also has to get over it and you know train ray so that's kind of like a, a weird step, and I, it was very divisive, I feel like, way less divisive than I feel Rise of Skywalker was. But then you get Solo, and Solo answers a bunch of questions no one has ever asked in the history of Star Wars. No one cares how Han got his last name, you know? Yeah. No one cares, I feel like, why they say he made the Kessel Run in 13 parsecs, you know? It's something that you know, is there and we know it's kind of like a, a goof, you know, in terms of whatever, but we don't need to see that, I guess. I feel yeah. like if they had taken Han and Chewie out of Solo and left that as the film, it would have been so infinitely better because they weren't trying to bend over backwards to answer all these questions no one was asking. And they could focus on a really good story centered on Woody Harrelson's character trying to basically give, um, oh no, what's his name? Darth Maul's guy. Oh, uh, yeah. Paul Bettany's character. I forget his name now. Um, Yeah. Anywho, like if that was the story and you got a cameo from Lando Calrissian losing, you know, his ship to, you know, some guy, which, you know, and that's it. I feel like that would have been a really fun movie that wouldn't have gotten as much mm-hmm. backlash. But, like, uh, yeah, you know, um, I agree. Because I feel like they were trying to set up those little paths to take. You know, they set up Han and Chewie going to Tatooine. They set up Darth Maul as a cr- crime lord, effectively. And obviously we see the payoff of that in Rebels. And then you see, um, uh, I forget her name now, but... Um, Khaleesi's character. <laughs> I forget her oh, name. Oh, Kira. Kira, yeah. Kira. Uh, you see her kind of take on that mental mantle of being a crime lord. And, you know, even Enfys Nest uh, being another cell of rebellion happening. Like, there's so much going for it. It was just, it, it was, uh, it was, I guess, executed from the wrong vantage point, you know? So that's kind of like, yeah. that's kind of my beef there. But I, I think agree. to your point, I agree. if they had, you know, I, I don't think The Last Jedi caused Solo. I think Solo was at fault from the very inception because of that viewpoint mm-hmm. being the wrong viewpoint. I think Ryan Johnson's movie would have yeah. been totally fine if Solo was great, you know, but yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. So there, here we are. Yeah. Well, and I've said this before, and you kind of you kind of hinted on this too. Is to me, Solo was the movie that no one was asking for. Mm-hmm. Like, not not in a bad way, but it's like, no, we we already knew most of what we wanted needed to know about Han Solo. Yeah. Just from the original trilogy, mm-hmm. that's all we needed to know. Um, and I I kind of feel the same way about the upcoming Lando series or mm-hmm. movie. I don't know if it's going to be a series or a movie. It's like. I know everything I need to know about Lando. I don't need to know anything else about the only way I think Lando could work is again, if it's a series and if it goes back and forth between Billy D Williams. So I like to see a series where it's Billy D Williams telling the stories. Oh my gosh. That would be amazing. Yeah. And then, and then it's like flashback scenes of him younger. So it's like each story, each, each episode would start out with, him just telling a story about, well, yeah, this one time when I was doing doing this run, and then boom, going back, he's and you do a flashback, and it's he's talking with the stormtrooper girl from the Rise of Skywalker. They're yeah. going to go find where yeah. he lives, and they're like on the ship. 
did I ever tell you the time about uh, when we and, blew up that space station? And then it's yeah. and in, yeah. and, in, and in and in great Lando style, it has to be embellished somehow. Oh, like, of course. You, you just leaves you at the end going like, "Did that really happen?" That's that's <laughs> the sure? Yeah, that that's like. It's something like unbelievable that even the Star Wars universe, you're like, really? Yeah. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That'd be cool. I'd watch that. <laughs> yeah. That'd be neat. Uh, At the very end, he kind of like turns to the camera and it's like, that's how I remember it. Yeah. <laughs> now, let me have my Colt 45. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay. Uh, well, um, Ray, do you have any other what ifs that you're kind that you're wondering about? Well, I guess I'm, I'm going to throw one out there for Joe since he's not <laughs> since he's not here. What if during the High Republic time, all the Jedi were in fact wiped out? Like Order sixty six actually wiped out all the Jedi. Hmm. What kind of repercussions would that have had? You mean so like no 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 Luke, no no Leia, Yoda's dead, Obi-Wan's dead. Well, no, because Luke and Leia were But Obi-Wan takes She was them. pregnant with them at yeah. Order 66. Hmm. So they wouldn't technically be Jedi. I think just the nature now if you're going in universe i think just the nature of the force would have done something to correct itself either you know someone would have you know someone with force force abilities uh that was a good person would have found some text and started reading the text and be like oh this seems like a good idea let's you know do this and eventually so I think just the force itself would have corrected itself. Mm -hmm. um, either way, I think, you know, and this is just my theory. I think that was part of what the force did with order 66 was correcting the imbalance in the force. You know, you have thousands upon thousands of Jedi and two Sith. By the end, you basically have two Jedi and two Sith. Yeah, you know, so from a certain point of view, and it can did bring balance <laughs> to the force. And from a certain yeah. point of view, and it can did nothing wrong. It, that's <laughs> right. And it can did nothing wrong. Oh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. Hashtag like, and it can did nothing wrong. Yeah, because <laughs> I mean, there was more than two Jedi left, though. This is true. This is true. But officially, the other ones that were in hiding were like like you know weren't out in the open being um it seems like at any one time after order 66 there's only two that were out in the open at any one time because it seems I'll like give me that yeah you had in rebels you had ezra and kanan mm -hmm. and during this time yoda was kind of in hiding and obi-wan was in hiding and once they kind of leave the scene then Yoda kind of, you know, comes out of hiding a little bit to train Luke. Uh, and Obi-Wan, you know, kind of comes out too. And then when they die, it's Luke and then Leia as the two main Jedi. So, you know. Yeah. But, and now, of course, we have, you know, the Luke, you know, we had Luke wanting to start a school um, and stuff like that. So... I don't know. It's just back to the High Republic. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't cool, know if we'll ever see that um, in the Star Wars universe, where we have the hundred, you know, thousands upon thousands of Jedi running around. You know, I think although that is going to be interesting to see within the High Republic books, um, or, or in, even if we get anything from whether it be on Disney plus or something like that, that takes place during that time period with the high Republic to see the Jedi at that time period, I think is going to be really interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 
What if Simon Pegg played C-3PO? Oh, man. What an... Oh. Whoa. Where'd that come from? Wow. <laughs> I... Where where that came from is that there was actually like a very short, small video that um, Simon Pegg did with... Uh, um, oh, snap. Who's his friend? It's uh, uh, Nick Frost. Nick Frost, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was the opening scene from episode I, I remember four where seeing they're in that the desert. Now. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And and he, they were trying to reenact it, but like the words they were using fit perfectly with what the droids were saying in the movie. So it was like kind of a kind of like a translation. And anyway, him as C3PO would be very amusing to me. That would be hilarious. Yes. Yes. <laughs> In much the same way, Chopper is a very like vulgar R two. I feel like like R two is a little, you know, he's a little loose with his beeps, you know. But yeah, uh, yeah. I feel like Chopper is like, you know, he's cursing up a storm all the time. Um, <laughs> he's, he's a soldier. What do you expect? He's ex-military. That, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but I kind of want to see a version, you know c5 r7 or something where it's like the same type of protocol droid but it is simon Pegg, and he is just a foul mouth protocol droid. <laughs> like how great would that be that would be amazing that would be so good oh <laughs> i know over six million forms of communication and you mean to tell me you want me to add a simple math equation and then just like start just letting loose. <laughs> <laughs> or just be like, he's trying to insult somebody. So he's like, I know over 6,000 different ways of saying F you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like beeped out like R2 though. It's like, <laughs> beep, <laughs> you. Yeah. <laughs> There's a malfunction in his programming where he has to censor himself, but he still says it. <laughs> automatically censored. Uh, yeah that's just that's you know common uh, that's default setting with all protocol droids <laughs> yeah <laughs> you have to turn off the profanity filter <laughs> <laughs> that's a switch nobody wants to touch nope <laughs> i think that's that's a an interesting what if what if the rating for all of the star wars movies was r Hmm. Honestly, I don't think it would. I don't think it would make a better necessarily make a better movie. No, no, I don't think it would um, either. But like, what scenes no. do you feel would change? Oh, definitely episode three. I think episode three. If you get that rated, if you get that uh, an R, especially if you could do, if you lean hard into the R, mm-hmm. you can do some pretty gruesome. Yeah, I mean, as it is already with the PG thirteen. You know, seeing Anakin's charred body there was already pretty gruesome as it was. But mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. add an R rated, and you get you know the guts and stuff like that, and yeah, um, you know, a lot more. And of course, you know, with Samuel L. Jackson, you got to throw some f bombs in there, right? Oh exactly. yeah, for sure. I'm tired, tired of these, these... mother effing Mandalorians. <laughs> 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 I feel like any scene with the clones would be traumatizing for people Ooh, to watch. Yeah, mm-hmm. very true. Although I think <laughs> yeah. you, I think you would get little little gems, little nuggets of wonderful things. Like at the end when they're fighting on Mustafar, Obi Wan and Anakin, and Obi Wan finally makes it to the high ground, and Obi Wan's like, "It's over, Anakin. I have the effing high ground." <laughs> <laughs> So there was a post on Facebook a while ago that said, like, if you could put one F-bomb in all of Star Wars, where would you put it? And I feel like yeah. these are these are those kind of scenarios. That's exactly yeah. correct. I, yeah. Yep, that's them. It's like, you get one. Use it wisely. Mm. Use it wisely. Uh, okay, so if you if you could do that, if you could just put an F-bomb anywhere... Where would you put it? Mm. <laughs> wow. Do or do not. There is no effing try. 
Master Yoda, you're so mean. <laughs> He's grumpy. No, I think grumpy. I think it, even this is kind of going to be an outlier one, but mm-hmm. after um, in in Episode Four, the original movie. Uh, when they see this, when they find the sand sand crawler, and Luke goes off, I can see Obi Wan just going, "Oh, fuck. <laughs> yeah, just a simple <laughs> like." Oh, fuck. Actually, just I think under the breath, point, mutter it. <laughs> at any point, just having C three PO say it would be. So th- that's where mine is. You know, when F, uh, sorry, wrong letter, R two D two. Uh, in episode two, pushes C3PO off the conveyor belt. That's where mine would be for C3PO. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a combination of the Wilhelm scream and the F bomb. Yes. Like, <laughs> it would be so great. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> yes. I think someone needs to make an overdub. <laughs> just take all of this episode and make the movies out of it and see what happens just yeah. the oh. worst chaotic movie ever yeah well i think we got time for one more and um what if obi-wan didn't die on the death star mm. what if he had lived and gone on to train luke further Mm. I think he probably would have done better than Swampy Pants Yoda. I mean, I don't I don't know. Like would Obi-Wan still have like climbed onto his back and everything? <laughs> <laughs> this is how I was trained. Speaking speaking of that, the little little aside. Dang, Ray someone got came up so with a scenario enthused where, by that uh, he just straight up left. I know. <laughs> wow. Anyway, Anywho. um someone came up with this idea of Luke training Grogu mm-hmm. and him trying to do the same thing that Yoda did with him, but Luke jumping on Grogu's <laughs> back <laughs> and trying to <laughs> This was my only example. You're going to do it the way I did it. I have... Yeah. I don't I don't know that Obi-Wan training Luke though would have I think he would be worse off almost. I think the thing that Yoda brought to the table is obviously the tenure of his experience, but then also yeah. the supreme failure that he experienced. And he kind of says that in, um, uh, I forget. I, I think it's the last Jedi, but like you have Yoda that all the way, you know, as the primary, um, grandmaster of the council effectively, mm-hmm. you know, assumes I'm, I'm guessing I'm kind of extending some, some great leeway here, but, uh, I would assume that as the grandmaster of the Jedi council, his whole MO is to prevent the Sith from doing Sith stuff. And so at the very end of episode three, when they're fighting and he gets kind of shot down by Palpatine and he realizes Palpatine is so much stronger than Yoda is enough to where Yoda has to retreat. I think in that moment, Yoda realizes that he, you know, on some level, he thought he may have been the chosen one to bring balance to the force. And in that moment, I feel like there, even if it's not the first thing, first thought, I feel somewhere in his psyche, he realizes that part of his fall and why he goes into exile is he thought he was the chosen one and he wasn't, you know. And so that compounds after years and years and years and years and years. And I think dwelling on that for so long, whereas Obi-Wan kind of did all he could, you know, I don't think Obi-Wan had a huge, uh, the burden of things and then fell flat on his face. You know, he, he won his fight with Anakin. Yeah. Um, And so I think that's why 
uh, Yoda was the teacher that Luke needed. I don't think Obi-Wan would have necessarily gotten Luke better. Maybe, you know, lightsaber combat. But even so, the way yeah. Luke wins in the end isn't by lightsaber combat. It's by Yoda's teaching of the Force and mastery of the Force. Yeah. Uh, and then the emotional attachments thing, you know. <laughs> well, I uh, I rebuke was, you, Ray. This is no. the, uh, uh, since um, I think that was a pretty good discussion, so we will wrap things up here for this week. Uh, David, since you are the guest here, why don't you tell the fine people out there in internet land where they can find you? Well, stalkers of the interwebs. Um, I'm assuming that's your actual title. Uh, no, uh, I am CEO of Shattered Tabletop Games. You can check out our uh, website and it's got everything we do. We run a podcast every week uh, live on Twitch and on all the podcasting apps called Shattered Dungeons. We play our indie RPG that we developed and kickstarted uh, and it's a lot of silly fun. So that's uh, that's mostly where I am. All right. And Ray, where can people find you? Um. They can find me on the Facebooks, uh, the Twitters, and Instagram, all under the Leo effect. You can find me on Tuesday night playing Shattered Dungeons with under the uh, tutelage of Dave, learning the rules and trying not to die, which I am not good at because all of my characters thus far have died. Um, and then, of course, right here on War of the Stars. Awesome. All right, you can find us right here each and every week on GetVocal.com, uh, the official home for War of the Stars. And also, don't forget, you can check us out live also each and every week on our Twitch channel, twitch.tv forward slash War of the Stars. Check us out there. We would love to get you uh, hear from you guys out there. If you want to email us, you can email us at War of the Stars one at gmail.com. That is also our Twitter handle uh, at War of the Stars one. Uh, Facebook group, Facebook page by the same name. And of course, our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash War of the Stars. And of course, you can hear us anytime, day or night, you want to on most of your um podcast apps where you find podcasts just type in war of the stars the star wars podcast and you can hear us there uh yeah that will do it for this week so until next week remember this isn't just my star wars this isn't just your star wars this is our star wars may the force be with you <laughs>